I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Remember, we were shipwrecked together. Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. The guy over there is Greg Cott. And if you want to be the first to hear these bonus podcasts, become a Sound Opinions member on Patreon, like Michael Morowitz. Uh, we're giving him a second shout-out. Let us know if you'd like us to give you a shout-out. We love you, one and all, <laughs> for keeping the show going uh, via your Patreon generosity. Now, as you know, we believe in this thing called the Desert Island Jukebox. Let's not get hung up on specifics. How do we have electricity? These are songs we can't live without. We've always got a million of them, and when we have one in our head on any given day, we like to talk about it. Greg, it is your turn. Give us a little teasing hint of what you're going to talk about. Jim, I'm going to pay tribute to one of the kings of one of my favorite instruments, the Hammond B3 organ. You really, you know, you deserve to treat yourself and buy one. I do. You know, or you can borrow my Farfisa, well, which you, you always refuse to play. That's a good one, too. We'll hear more about that in a minute on Sound Opinions. We're back, and I can't wait to hear about Greg's Desert Island pick with B3 Hammond organ. Well, I wanted to say a few words about Joey DeFrancesco, uh, mm. who died at the age of 51. I miss that. So sad. August 25th. I remember his year. debut album. Oh, wow. my God. He was a teen prodigy. He was incredible. I have saw him a bunch of times. A master of the Hammond B3 organ, mm -hmm. as I hinted. You know, teen prodigy, Miles Davis sees this guy playing when he's a kid yeah. and says, you want to come and tour with me for six months? And he did. So by the time he'd even made a record, he'd already played with people like Miles and Clark Terry and has since gone on to make 30 recordings as a band leader, plus mm. numerous others as a sideman and countless concerts, uh, of which I saw probably three or four over the years. He brought the organ back into fashion, you know, the Hammond B3 into jazz. I was a big fan of organ trios, uh, you know, Lonnie Smith, Jimmy McGriff, Shirley Scott. Those guys were, were the masters, right? Mm -hmm. Jimmy, Jimmy Smith, obviously the, the king of the Hammond B3 in the 50s. Those records are still gold on the Blue Note label. The instrument went out of fashion like circa mid-70s. The jazz fusion era sort of killed it, and it really didn't come back until Joey DeFrancesco uh, started playing it very seriously. And the thing about Joey is that he didn't, you know, he wasn't one of those guys who revived an instrument and said, I'm going to play it exactly the way the, the masters did. I'm going to be very serious there, there about was, it. There was, I'm going to say it so you don't get in trouble. Yeah. There was none of that Marsalis preciousness. It, it, that was the era for it, right? Was there the was a lot of guys bringing right. back the old sounds because they wanted to kill jazz fusion right. and, you know, all, these, all this merging with past. rock. And Winton was at the head of that, and Joey was like, uh-uh-uh, I'm here to have fun on stage. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm here to enjoy it. And I think that attitude helped bring jazz back, in a, in a sense, because I think some of the joy had gone out of it. It had become this academic kind of exercise. Mm -hmm. DeFrancesco never had that attitude. At the same time, he had the chops to back it up. He's going to be up there having fun, but he wasn't fooling around. No, he could play. He, was, he could play, and he could play in any, any context. The thing about him, he wasn't precious about it. You know, he said, I'm going to sing on some of my albums. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and do a, a, a bunch of Sinatra ballads. I'm going to croon. 
than he did tribute to Michael Jackson. He, you know, he jammed with Van Morrison. I know it's not cool to say Van Morrison anymore. I love Van, but, you know, his politics. That's got to be a discussion someday, I tell you. We're going to have to dive into that at some point. But Van really loved DeFrancisco. Yep. He heard something, you know, he heard that Jimmy Smith thing that he mm-hmm. loved as a kid, too, and uh, made a whole record with him. And, you know, DeFrancisco would say stuff like, I, I think these players are too damn serious. The joy of it, the fun of it is something that jazz has lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're entertainers after all. If you don't look like you're having fun on stage, how is anyone in the audience supposed to have fun, right? Yeah. I agree 100%. This is part of my ongoing project, Jim, to drop in a few jazz things here and there. Yeah. Our, a lot of our listeners out there are hungry to get into jazz in a more serious way, but they don't, you know, what's an ent- entryway? This yeah, guy. Uh, well, you're, you're edumacating This guy me, right here. You know, because I've always said when I retire, that's when I'll yeah. deal with jazz. So he's got these 30 plus albums. Retire any day now. It's never too late, Jim. It's never too late. All right, well, I got my Coltrane box, you know, and I got my Mingus. And start with Joey DeFrancesco right, okay. uh, with well, this I, record. I, I saw him at a promo yeah. event in Minneapolis for his yeah. first album when I was at Request Magazine a million years ago. I'm shocked to hear he was 51, and I'm really I know, saddened I, by the news of his death. I was stunned equally and did not see it coming. Uh, 2002 album, Ballads and Blues. It's not one of his better-known records, but I love this record because it has just a good vibe about it. It's not pretending to be anything more than a good party record in a lot of ways. And it, part of the reason is that he felt in a great vibe because his brother John was playing on it as well as his dad and he was actually a second B3 on the record okay so it's got a great vibe and the the track from the ballads and blues album that I want to play is jamming in the basement very appropriate title you can just hear the vibe in the room you know they let it simmer they let it swing Mm. bring everything to a boil at the end you know it's like this perfect uh, arc of exact rightness in what a soul and jazz tune should be. Bebop and R&B, they're yeah. like twins, and you can hear it on this record. Jamming in the Basement from Joey DeFrancesco, the late great, uh, died at the age of 51 on Sound Opinion. <laughs> That is Jammin' in the Basement by Joey DeFrancesco. Two B3s. That makes it a B6, I guess. <laughs> Greg's Desert Island Jukebox pick. That's it for this bonus episode. If you've got thoughts, start a conversation in our Facebook group or leave a voice message on our website, soundopinions.org. As always, Sound Opinions is produced by Andrew Gill, Alex Claiborne, our associate producer, Sol Delgadillo, and our intern, Lauren Holt. Our social media consultant is Katie Cott. Thanks for listening.